politicians and gifts. Boy, this really gets people going, right? And for good reason. It seems wrong. It feels wrong. It is wrong. I think, for a politician at any level to accept a freebie. I've never understood why any elected official takes something for free knowing that, you know, if it got out, it would not look good. It's definitely why people get worked up about things like the prime minister accepting a free vacation, even if it is at a friend's house. This latest trip is not going to be investigated by the federal ethics commissioner because it was apparently a, quote, true friend. So that was okay or whatever. Seems like no matter how many times we talk about it, free trips or a $16 orange juice, politicians never seem to learn to beware the public's wrath on this stuff. Well, you know who knows all about this? Our next guest, as a matter of fact, Duff Conacher is the co-founder of Democracy Watch and joins us now. Hi, Duff. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. Duff, how long have you been highlighting stories like this now? 30 years. <laughs> 30 years. They never seem to go away, do they? No, they don't. No, politicians get to write the rules for themselves and set up the enforcement and penalty systems. And so they have written always uh, rules with huge loopholes, weak enforcement systems, like the Trudeau cabinet chose the current interim ethics commissioner in secret, total partisan political process to choose a lapdog instead of a watchdog. And then there's no penalties to, for violating the ethics rules except a report saying you violated them, which is obviously a very weak penalty. So, you know, they, they just encourage themselves to do this because it's legal to be unethical. That's, that's the plain truth that, that the loopholes are so huge, they actually encourage unethical behavior, not only make it legal to do it, but actually encourage it. Now, the sad part, too, Duff, I've talked to you many times over the years, uh, and it doesn't seem to matter what level of government or who, which party is in charge. The loopholes persist, don't they? They do. And, you know, anyone who says, oh, we, we have to trust politicians. No, there's many good reasons not to trust politicians. And here's the biggest one. Across the board, all parties, all party leaders have supported keeping in place loophole-filled rules, weak enforcement systems, and almost zero penalties in most cases for dishonest, unethical, secretive, unrepresentative, and wasteful behavior by politicians, their staff, and government officials. So they're not there to serve us. They're there to serve themselves. And what's amazing is a majority of them, who presumably always claim that I'm there to serve the public, have not risen up and defied the leaders and passed bills closing all the loopholes and strengthening enforcement. They all go along, they all get along by going along, and they get rewarded by their leaders for supporting this completely corrupt system. Right. Well, let's talk about the loopholes, though, because obviously some people, or some some of the politicians, some of the elected officials don't use them, but the loopholes exist. I think that's the point you're trying to make, right, is that they may not actively fight to close them, they may not take advantage of them, but they're not closing them. That's right. And one of the biggest ones that they've maintained at the federal level for 20 years since the ethics rules first came in into uh, force, and that's one thing to note, we didn't have ethics rules before 2004. So politicians waited for uh, 147 years to even pass ethics rules for themselves at the federal level in Canada and most of the provinces as well. But one of them is sponsored travel. So Lobbyists are allowed to pay for junkets for MPs, their staff, family, and their family members and associates. 
unlimited amount of money can be spent on this. It is disclosed, but about a third of MPs take these trips each year, just being paid off by lobbyists uh, on these junkets. And the lobbyists are, of course, wanting them to do a favor in return. And all parties have supported this sponsored travel loophole. Finally, yesterday, the Ethics Committee referred the matter to another committee that controls the MPs' ethics code and said this should end, finally. But that committee, just in a year ago, recommended to the House that the loophole be maintained and another loophole be allow, uh, opened that would allow lobbyists to pay for interns in MPs' offices. What? 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 As, which would allow foreign governments to give money to a Canadian group as, as, as a front for a foreign government and then pay for uh, interns, which would be spies, in every MP's office. And, and this committee ignored 10 other huge loopholes that allow for secretive, dishonest, and unethical activities. I've never... And the ethics, the ethics commissioner is chosen by the ruling party cabinet in secret, which is you know just a recipe for getting a lapdog, not a watchdog. And this interim ethics commissioner, Conrad von Finkenstein, he's been on the job for only five months. He's created six new loopholes in the laws uh, in the ethics rules with his decisions uh, where he's interpreting the laws to say they don't apply in a whole bunch of situations and he's allowing even more unethical activity he, to go on. Was he not the head of the CRTC for years? He was and uh, Trudeau has clearly found the lapdog he's been looking for uh, in this guy because he's created six uh, loopholes. He's, le- he's cleared away eight complaints including uh, one about Trudeau. said it was fine for Trudeau to choose his family friend David Johnston as uh, uh, an investigator to investigate Trudeau's actions on foreign interference last spring. I mean, this guy is a dedicated lapdog, and uh, hopefully the opposition parties will do all they can to stop him from being reappointed for another six-month term, let alone being being appointed as ethics commissioner for a seven-year term. Because he, in five months, he has one of the worst records of any ethics commissioner across the country that I've seen in the past 20 years. So nothing ever seems to change, right? Lots of talk about it. I just don't understand what happens when people get elected, like the idea that, oh yeah, somebody can give you a trip to go somewhere and you think you're not beholden to that person. It kind of defies logic, doesn't it? It does, actually. Psychologists have done clinical studies around the world and found in every culture, in every country, they've tested about 30,000 people worldwide the number one way to influence someone is to give them a gift or do them a favor. And and so politicians who say, oh, I wouldn't be influenced by that donation or by that gift or right. favor, essentially what they're saying is, I'm not human. Which is, <laughs> which is you know, not, you shouldn't vote for those people then because yeah, they're not human. They're not and they're human. not going to be concerned about your concerns. Duff? Because that's what they're saying. It's been shown across the world and that even small gifts have, have influence over decisions. Yeah. And we got to clean this all up finally, and uh, amazingly, there isn't one party that wants to do it across uh, the board. So, And then they are surprised when voter turnout drops. No kidding. And, and trust levels are low. Of course they are. Uh, Duff, thank you so much for your time on that this morning. My pleasure. Appreciate that. Duff Conacher is a co-founder of Democracy Watch, and he has been railing against us, as he said, for 30 years. Doesn't matter the political party, doesn't matter what level of government, uh, the loopholes still exist. If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.